0: How can email still be relevant? We'll talk about it after the intro. So the dilemma is this, how are artists and creators like us, who are never taught the complexities and insider knowledge of the entertainment and arts distribution business, who take all the risks while the middlemen reap the lion's share of rewards, how do we take control of our artistic destiny, grow an audience of raving, die-hard fans, and manifest financial freedom for ourselves and our families, and yet still have time and energy to consistently release culturally meaningful creations? That is the quandary, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Jason Brenheiser, and welcome to Your Phenomenal Future. Hey, everybody, this is Jason Brenizer, PFP, Phenomenal Future Podcast. So happy to have you here with me virtually in my car. Um, I want to talk about email. Uh, You know, it really became something real back in 1995, and there's so many people that are born after 1995. Uh, You know, most people just say, well, it's just a bunch of spam and all that kind of stuff. How can it still be relevant to... Um, well, anybody that needs to get a product in front of uh, potential customers, fans, clients, collectors. You know, we talk specifically about, um, you know, creators here mostly on the PFP podcast, musicians, writers, artists, uh, graphic novelists, etc. And, uh, you know, the biggest thing is uh, there's a lot of content out there. How do you find the people that are going to resonate with your stuff? Um, and how can you let them know when you have something new that comes out now? Look, you can, you can have people like you on Facebook and have a, have a billion likes, but if you post something on Facebook, that's not any guarantee that they're going to see it. Uh, More than likely they're not, uh, you know, same thing goes with, uh, shoot, a YouTube video. You pop that up. Start talking about stuff, you know, a new offer that you have a new album that's coming out and it's useful, definitely, but how do people even know to go to YouTube to look for it? Yes, they can subscribe, but what if they subscribe to 50 different podcasts and you uh, push your video out at, uh, you know, seven o'clock in the morning on a Monday? And yeah, they get notifications, but are they looking at their phone? at that exact moment when that notification comes through. See what I mean? It's like you're not really in control of who's going to see what and whether they're going to discover what it is that you have to create. And that's why emails are still crazy important. I got ask you a question and you let me know what the answer is out loud. I know I can't hear you, but come on. Let's play a little game here. Let's have some fun. Let's let's be a bit playful. All right, so uh, last time you went to a website and you were interested in, say, a newsletter or you were inst- interested in a product or you wanted to get that 25% discount on you know, the uh, coconut oil that you were gonna buy that is supposed to be the, the biggest thing for your health. What do you give them? Come on, say it out loud. What do you give them? What do you type in? How do they know where to send it? Yes, yes, yes. I know I can hear you out there virtually in the future. Yes, you give them your email address. You've been giving them your email address forever. It is your user ID on most of your websites. We have all kinds of, even when you link and say, I'm gonna link with Facebook or I'm gonna link with Google, It's still, what is your user ID on Facebook or Google? It's related to your email address. So all of these things are connected via this one little thing that, uh, I mean, like I said, people started using heavily back in the early 90s. And it's still relevant. So I'm going to tell you how not to use an email address first, and then we'll get into how to use it after that. and and make it more useful for you and for the people who actually signed up to say they want more information when you have it later down the line. Okay, so we all get the email out of the blue from the person we signed up with uh, last week and what what do they send us? Hey, buy my thing. Another month goes by, they have a new thing. You haven't seen any emails from them. Out of the blue, hey! I have another thing. Buy my thing. Uh, it's a little bit pushy, right? I mean, we've all seen that kind of stuff. We've all seen these hard sell, yucky, you know. This offer is going away in 20 seconds, and if you got to click over right now, and, and this is the next big, biggest thing, and you know what I mean, right? It's 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 um, it's the wrong way to do it. It's the wrong way to do it. You have, it's like a friend calling you out of the blue who you haven't spoken with for six months, maybe a year. And he says, Hey, I'm moving this weekend. Uh, I know you have a truck. Could you come and help me move? I mean, no planning, right? Two days advance notice, maybe if you're lucky. And you haven't talked to the person in forever. How does that make you feel? Do you really want to help that person move? No, because you're being used, right? I mean, maybe this person really needs some help. Maybe there's a situation. Maybe uh, you know they're getting evicted, and and it's not their fault. They just went through COVID and lost their job, and etc. 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 But still, you went through COVID, right? <laughs> you know. Uh, so email used that way is never good, but. Let's look at it like a friend who is uh, giving you lots of value, right? It's a give and take relationship. That friend is calling you, you're calling them, you're meeting up, they invite you to a party, uh, they take you out to dinner, uh, you have long talks about deep things, um, you're, you're celebrating each other's wins, and you're... You're, you know, giving a shoulder for when there are problems and things that uh, have not gone right in your life, right? This is a give-and-take relationship. This is something real. If that person asks you to help them to move because they just broke up with their boyfriend, well, I bet you'd be more inclined to go help that person. In fact, you might be jumping out of your skin to have that opportunity to do something special for them. All that's that's love. And that's what you want to try to create with your raving fans, with your clients, with your customers, with people who collect the things that you create. You need a relationship with them. You need to give them value along the way. And so you need to send 5, 10, 20 emails introducing those people to other artists that you love, um, sending them uh, articles. That you find amazing, sending them videos that you think are great, giving them value and insights into what it is that you do to create the art that you create, right? You do that, and when you have an offer, they're going to yell from the rooftops to all of their friends that you have something that they believe in. Right? They're going to go out of their way to share that Not just buy it for themselves or get it for themselves They're going to be They're going to be y- y- your <sighs> what, what do I say here? I mean, I, I, what else do I call a raving fan? Someone who, who, who sells on your behalf Because your values align with theirs That's how you want to use email And it is still powerful for that because they're not gonna necessarily see every single email that you send because of the problem that I told you earlier. We're all inundated with a million different emails, but if you are providing value along the way and you've sent 10 different things to them over the course of several weeks, they might have seen three. Well, that's enough. That's enough. That's still three touches of value that you've given them and some insights and kept them as part of your family. That's how you're going to use email. Um, You know, be a friend. (laughs) Create relationships. It's pretty simple when we talk about it like this, but most people wait. They They don't do that and they use it in the completely wrong way. So that's it for today. Super simple topic, but extremely powerful when used right. You need to cultivate your audience. You need to make sure that they are keeping you top of mind and in a beautiful way, okay? Uh, That's it for the Phenomenal Future Podcast today. If you like this, please share it with three friends. Let them know because this is applicable in any type of business endeavor, any type of transaction that you are uh, doing. So if your friend owns a plumbing company, this also applies. So you might as well send this out, post it on uh, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you need to do to get it in front of three friends. We would be forever grateful. And uh, well... Thanks for listening to the Phenomenal Future Podcast. We will have more for you here in the near future. We're trying to post multiple times a week. And uh, you can always leave comments and, uh, you know, we will try to cover topics that you want to hear. All right. Thanks, everybody. Adios from Texas. You are a phenom. A phenom artist, creator, maker, musician, painter, sculptor, writer, storyteller. But most of all, you are a phenomenal human being because I know you conquer fear. You defy age and bridge divides. You connect hearts and bring joy. You grow with purpose to heal your community and you embrace who all of us are becoming. Please subscribe to this podcast or channel to accelerate your success. And please share this episode with three friends who you know deserve a phenomenal future just like you.